You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by HuntStand. HuntStand is the number one hunting app in the country, and at only $29.99, HuntStand offers a ton of functionality for hunters all over the country. Whether you own your own property or strictly hunt public, you can choose from over a dozen base maps, view property ownership information, 3D mapping, local weather, log your sightings and harvest, as well as use their trail cam management software, and print maps from your hunt areas. Download it today at the Apple App Store or Google Play. Hunt Stand. Upgrade your arsenal. This is the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast. Brought to you by Vortex Optics. What's up, everybody? Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you have found success or you are getting really close to whatever your goal is for this uh, for this season. Man, I've got a lot of guys uh, reaching out to me, showing me their pictures, and that just gets me fired up um, because like, I'm jacked right now because I found success. I'm looking at my... Uh, my skull plate and antlers right now for my my buck and for those of you who keep asking me the uh the measurement the inside spread was just under 24 inches and uh i am jacked to uh to have this deer let down on the ground a successful hunt awesome strategy i put into place with it and it worked right and and that's you know that's part of this game that I like to play uh, with, uh, you know, with bow hunting. It's not only locating uh, a good caliber deer uh, that I, you know, that I say, okay, this is what I'm looking for this year. This buck was definitely what I was looking for, and I'm going to share that story on Wednesday with you guys and um, a kind of break down the hunt, kind of uh, approach it from a strategy standpoint, uh, what I did, how I did it, you know, maybe some obstacles I had to overcome. So. Hold your horses. Wednesday's episode is going to cover all of that. But I felt today was a, um, on, on this episode specifically, I wanted to get it out because it's important. And it just shows you what hunters can do and what hunters can accomplish after they, uh, if they all work together to, to, for a good cause basically. And, uh, today we're going to be talking with uh, a couple guys. One of them is a, a guy who's been on the podcast before Chad, uh, uh, Chad Yingling. And, uh, he's from Illinois. And if you're from Illinois, you've probably heard of the Brown County deer classic. And it's basically a fundraiser event where they raise money for a school. And it's awesome, right? So I'm, I'm not going to get into any other details other than that. I really think that this is something that maybe could spread to raise money for really anything, any event through deer hunters, right? These guys have uh, um, started this and have really worked it to uh, giving money 
to a school, to their education system, and it's uh, it's just a wonderful event, and it's grown huge from the way these guys talk about it. So that's what today's episode is about. I want to run through some advertising real quick, and then we'll get re- in, right into today's episode. I thought I had it organized, but obviously I don't. Uh, where are we at here? Tick, 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 tick. Here we go. Okay, so real quick, uh, and I'm just going to name a couple couple of the products that really did their job uh and really all of them did uh all of them did did their job uh first first i'll say is um, although i don't use a crossbow um uh, crossbows are gaining popularity so if you want a really high quality crossbow go visit excalibercrossbow.com check out all of their crossbows that they have uh, a company that's been around for 30 years makes crazy durable equipment you can watch videos on how they beat the crap out of it and then they perform uh after the you know they get drugged behind a truck or whatever like that so uh what are we doing here uh excalibercrossbow.com uh check out their new twin strike two triggers two arrows uh crazy crazy concept and then we have okay we've done excalibur uh, exodus trail cameras exodus trail cameras and i'm going to talk about this in the next episode but um how they helped me triangulate the position of this deer knowing where i needed to be uh, on what wind directions all of that stuff uh uh, exodus trail exodusoutdoorgear.com go check out all of the trail cameras that they offer vortex title sponsor Uh, i mean i would have if i didn't have a good pair of binoculars in the tree with me when i put my binos up on him i would have thought he was a different deer if i didn't bring binos in the woods with me i would have thought he was the deer that i saw just previously and i would have would have never made uh, a second or third call at him and uh I'm glad that I had my binos on and that they're clear and I can see what was going on in the woods. Vortexoptics.com. Let's see. Lone Wolf portable tree stands. Run and gun setup. First time in. Best time in. Uh, Go check out Lone Wolf's. uh, Let's see here. Lone Wolf's website and uh take a look at i'm i'm a huge fan of the four sticks and the assault that's what i used to kill my deer with this year um and uh, if you want to enter the discount code 9fc21 that's 9fc21 and you will save 50 dollars off of all purchases over 200 lone wolf ozonics scent free in the tree scent free in um my clothes after i do a a dry wash cycle that's my process, right? That is my scent elimination process. I don't use sprays. Um, I don't use, I don't wash my clothes every single day. I literally throw it in the dry wash bag, run a cycle, and then wear it again. And uh, that's pretty much my scent uh, my, my scent routine. So Ozonix, Lone Wolf, uh, Exodus, Excalibur, and then Wasp, the tip of the spear. Uh, the, the deer that I had this year, or that he... I thought he was gonna. I was gonna hit him broadside at 20. He took a hard right uh, after he got behind a maple tree, and he started walking right to me. Full frontal shot, buried it 22 inches into his chest. I cut his windpipe. I disconnected. There's a little area where the heart and the lungs all kind of meet. I slammed that 22 inches into his chest. He took two hops, fell over dead. Tons of damage. So when I was cleaning him, uh, the heart just fell out. I literally disconnected the heart 
from the rest of his body. And so he took two, two leaps, fell over dead. Huge shout out wasparchery.com. And for wasp, um, the discount code is nine fingers, the number nine, followed by the word fingers, 2021. And that will save you 20% off. Ozonics, the discount code is NFC21, NFC21. And that is a free dry wash bag with a purchase of a one of their units. And Hunt Stand, uh, you know, it's the digital mapping aspect here. Once I try triangulate the position, uh, I am instantly, you know, using the trail cameras. You know, I got a picture of them here, got a picture of them here, got a picture of them here. I draw lines on a map uh, using the, uh, you know, using the, the functionality of Hunt Stand, and then I say, okay, here's where I need. Here are different tree stand positions for different winds and that's what where i set up and that's how i plan my access routes that's where i plan my tree stand locations and so i did that using hunt stand and it's just another awesome way to uh, put your strategy together and all these products kind of played a a role in that so hunt stand uh, discount code sn20 for 20 percent off huntstand.com go read more about it all right so that's it right we've done the we've talked about the companies uh we've talked about um you know my luck so far make sure you pay attention to wednesday's episode huge shout out to each and every one of you who have reached out to me and said thank you and congratulations man huge vibes coming your way i dude i don't i want to see everybody be successful so i'm sending good vibes out to you All right. So with all that said, let's get into today's episode and uh, let's talk a little bit about giving back to or how deer hunters can give back. So uh, Brown County Deer Classic episode starts right now. Three, two, one. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Nine Finger Chronicles. And today I am joined by Aaron Cassing and Chad Yingling. And Chad, you've been on the uh, the podcast. Uh, oh, man, how, how many times? Is it just one or you've been on a couple times? This is the third time. Third time. And I'm, I'm pretty excited because, you know, I, I'm expecting to get, you know, some pretty significant uh, recognition. <laughs> 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 yeah, I tell you what, I think I think if you're on one more time after this, you get like a jacket, like a, a camo jacket with a, fa- a fancy patch on it that just says four timer. I I can't wait. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you the uh, sizing info. Yeah, pretty excited about that. Perfect, perfect. Members only. Yep, members only. Um, and then, uh, so today we have kind of a uh, an interesting episode because we're going to be talking a little bit about the Brown County Deer Classic out of Mount Sterling, Illinois, um, and it goes a little deeper than just a, a bunch of guys getting together to look at deer heads and and do the the walk around the trade show type uh, type vibe. The money the money from that event goes to um, a private elementary school. It's a fundraiser for a K through eighth grade. So, um, Aaron, I want to I want to kind of start off with you and just kind of um, explain how this event got started and how it turned into a fundraising event for an elementary school. Believe it or not, Dan, it got started over the hood of a pickup. Uh, <laughs> three farmers, uh, all avid deer hunters, uh, standing out building fence one day and said, let's, we need to do something for the school that, that doesn't tax the local 
uh, community, something that is an independent fundraiser, and we don't bother anybody for it. And they started out with a chili supper and started the Brown County Deer Classic 31 years ago. Since that time, uh, it has, it you know, pre-COVID, it was a, a 600-person sit-down event, auction, gun giveaways, all types of active games, drinks, a fantastic meal, and one that just kept growing uh, in some sort of scope every year. And then last year, the uh, the entire uh, the entire course of things was completely rewritten, and um, we teamed up with a company out of uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, that does uh, work for NBC. Uh, they were in Tokyo, did the Olympics, to kind of give you an idea of their scope. And we put together a Super Bowl-style live broadcast, uh, and we pushed that out. We pushed the watch party concept, and we gave away just under 100 guns last year and generated more revenue uh, for the school than we ever had in its history. So that little uh, little pandemic thing really kicked us into a different gear. That's awesome. So a, a lot of people, when they you know, we're all this in-person type meeting, you know, a lot of the, the fundraising for conservation organizations got hit hard over the past two years because of this uh, pandemic. It sounds like it didn't affect you uh, that much in, in uh, this next upcoming, when, it, when are the dates of them, by the way, do they change every year? Or is it the same time every year? It's always the uh, Saturday evening before firearm season in Illinois. So this year that is uh, November 13th. So we're right on top of that. And um, we, uh, we're kind of going back to a little bit of in-person this year. There'll be some, uh, a very limited amount of seating, uh, but still pushing forward with the live broadcast concept because we created kind of the Super Bowl of deer events uh, and, and it paid off in spades. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's awesome that, you know, that a lot of people, you know, I've talked to a lot of people that just like, well, if I'm not going to go to an event, I'm not going to donate any money because I'm not like a, such a big part of these events is, is having money for the raffle and having money for, um, you know, to, to buy drinks with or, or spin the wheel and win some boots or whatever the, whatever the giveaway is. Um, were you guys, like what kind of ropes did you guys have to jump through in order to give um, like give guns away on social media? And I think this would be a, a big testament for or so, uh, really good information for other people or other conservation uh, organizations that listen to this on how you can do that, because I'm sure there's some kind of law or rule that you had to abide by. Yeah, that um, you're, you're touching on one of the things, Dan, that, that uh, last year was uh, by far and away um, one of the, uh, you know, we, 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 we say that uh, when we're working on this, that, that the devil wants to get in our way. And, man, I'm telling you, uh, he, was, he was throwing spears at us all the time. Uh, and, and dealing with that... Uh, in social media was very, very important. One of the things that we found was that uh, all of our guns in the live broadcast, we had to have those stationary. We couldn't touch them. So everything had to be very well organized beforehand because when we took one of our cameras to a group of five guns that we were giving it giving away, 
we could only zero in visually on those guns. We could not display them like we normally would uh, in an in-person event. And then, man, uh, when you when you go to start talking about Facebook, YouTube, and, and some of the other main channels, uh, you have to be very tactful about um, how you use uh, the word gun. Uh, Chad has coined one that we really like. So rather than gun, what we've... Uh... What we talk about and advertise is a uh, Second Amendment high-velocity projectile dispenser. <laughs> Just keeping it simple, right? <laughs> so, uh, by keeping it uh, that way, uh, people recognize you know what we're talking about. You know, Second Second Amendment noisemakers, Second Amendment bang stick. Uh, you know, just uh, kind of play on words to get our message out there, but we don't actually ever say firearm or yeah. gun that would get us banned. So yeah, it, uh, it has definitely been a, a very large hurdle to try and get around with all of the censorship, uh, and kind of the, the suppression of the second amendment and well, first amendment. And yeah, so, but we, uh, you know, we, we try and find the loopholes to work around it to get the message out there because, you know, we're, we're very passionate about helping these kids. Yeah. Uh, at the school. Absolutely. So we have this, we have this event, right? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be jumping a little bit all over the place as these questions kind of come, come to me, but, uh, Chad, how long have you been a part of this? You know, whether it you've been going to it or whether you've been helping with it and, and like working with it. Well, to be honest, I've, I've gone to it ever since the very first, uh, event. gotcha. Gotcha. So you've, so you've been able to see it grown, not only as a participant, but also as like a staff member. As I mean, as a as a young kid, yeah. I, you know, my dad would take me there and, you know, I I won a dog at like the second or third year classic <laughs> that was ever. Uh, it was a, an AKC registered Labrador. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, guns. And, I mean, it's a, it's a really cool event, a, a family event. But uh, last year, with the uh, all the happenings with COVID, Aaron approached me about uh, becoming involved in it um, to help kind of bring an entertainment value uh, and you know some comedy type uh, uh, promotional material. So we, uh, I saw so I managed the social media, the YouTube channel, and uh, created a character that has uh, kind of taken hold with with uh, the Deer Classic. Uh, basically what it is is I dress up in a deer suit. Nice. So I'm a giant man deer named Booner. <laughs> and I'm sure people and, just uh, uh, eat that up. And they do. And so we've expanded on that. We have uh, uh, a gray squirrel costume, which you, you know how uh, gray squirrels are. Aaron fits that. To a T. So we have Stanley the Gray Squirrel. And uh, then we also, I bought a bunch of other uh, animal-style costumes. And we actually get the kids involved uh, in it from the school, too. And we'll shoot shoot videos, shoot different skits. Um, and during the show this year, we're going to be doing, uh, like, some Saturday Night Live type, uh, type material. To oh, help awesome. To entertain people. Awesome. So, so these people are getting a full gamut of entertainment you know not only are they do they have the chance to win a variety of prizes uh but they also have the uh opportunity to la laugh a little bit and enjoy themselves 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We want to entertain people. We want to keep them engaged. Um, and, you know, it's the, the, the opportunity of the prizes to win. It's Aaron, Aaron kind of undersold that. We're giving away over 100 guns this year. We're starting at 101. Yeah. And if we sell, based on the, the ticket packages that we sell, um, we'll, we'll add to it because we're saying there's a, if you buy a certain package, there's a one in five chance or, Oh dang. So the more, the more packages that are sold, the, the more guns we add to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and there's also uh, a $7,000 pair of diamond earrings that are being given away. Uh, muddy box blind. Um, there is a, an auction, uh, an online timed, no reserve online auction. Yeah. Um, uh, that's going to be going on. So it's, uh, there's just, there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts to it, Yeah, but a lot of things that benefit from. Yeah. So Aaron, uh, talk a little bit about where does this, okay. So obviously you guys have a budget every year you, you put on the show, um, and you put on the deer classic. Is this a, is this a one day thing or is this a multiple day thing? Great question. And, and it used to be just a, a one night event. Um, and now it has turned into a uh, kind of a Friday evening walkthrough. And then we have the event site open uh, through the day uh, on Friday, so uh, or rather on Saturday. So it's, it's kind of turned into a, a day and a half event uh, since we were not able to have people there uh, as part of the event like normal. We wanted to give them still the opportunity to see, hey, What's the stage set look like? What is what does all the equipment setup look like? We'll put all the auction items um, on display. So it's it's turned into a uh, a longer activity than it has been uh, in the past. And uh, you know one of the things Chad mentioned the the 101 uh, guns that we're starting with um, this year our our sales are trending ahead of where they were last year at this time. So it's looking like we'll probably outstrip that. 101 but man getting those this year that was a challenge um, and we you know we reached out to uh, we reached out to folks and we ended up having a lot of people Dan that donated guns to help us this year because they understand what what kind of a jam we were in but uh, but we've secured them and we're, we're ready to rock that's awesome so uh, I, I have a feeling that in the beginning, just like anything new, there were struggles and hurdles to getting volunteers or, or getting people to um, assist in putting on this event. Now, I, you know, this long into the game, you know, 30 years or more of putting on this show, it's, I bet you guys just have so many volunteers coming your way, wanting to help in any way, shape, or form, whether that's with just labor or helping put stuff together or donating product or, or guns or time or energy resources. Dan, we are, we are unbelievably blessed in that regard. Um, as the event has grown over the years, people started, started coming to us saying, hey, we want to be involved in this. Um, we have a, a company out of Quincy, Illinois, Quincy Farm and Home Supply, that's our presenting sponsor and has been uh, since 2008 and uh, coming to the table for us in a big way. But the one thing I would really hammer home is that last year we were forced to get into a completely different zone. So in doing that, 
our talent expanded exponentially. Um, and I would tell you that our committee diversified. Um, there were a lot of younger people that came on. You know, Chad, as an example, came on and said, hey, I want to own the social media side of this thing. We had other people that came on, Dan, that, that said, I'll own the technical side of this thing and took over our e-commerce and started making things happen in that regard. It was, uh, I can't think of a better way to say it than other. It was an explosive year of change for us. And really, one of the most challenging years that we had ever had uh, in all the time I've been involved since 08. Uh, but certainly, all of that paid off. And, and the way we're trending, it looks like it's going to again this year. That's awesome. Uh, now, the money that's raised, Chad, why don't you talk a little bit about, is this just a lump sum that's handed over to the school and say, hey, you do what you want with it? Or um, how does the the school spend this money? And, and roughly, if I don't know if you're allowed to share this or not, but how much money was raised the last couple of years for the school? So last year, we set a goal of uh, $200,000. So, which was double what uh, basically the goal had been as far as the in-person events. Um, you know, we knew that that was a lofty goal, but we felt that if we could create a buzz around the event uh, and get people talking about it, get people to engage with us and get them fired up, that we could reach that. And uh, not only did we reach it, we blew through that goal. So, um, we went from you know, like Aaron was saying, a 600-person event, to we had 6,000 viewers last year all across the country, and even some in um, London, uh, England, Germany. You know, we had to ship prizes to Hawaii last year. Um, but so this money that we made, like this year, uh, the enrollment of the school is exploding. Um, you know, with everything in uh, kind of the the political environment, I guess, of public schools, uh, what they're being forced and mandated to teach. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like that. And so the, the, uh, the faith-based education part uh, where, you know, the school's rooted in good old-fashioned American values and uh, faith has made the enrollment has just exploded. And so they were able to take that money last year and uh, we gave them a check. We did a check presentation uh, and we gave them a, a lump sum up front of $100,000 in one check. Um, and then, you know, with any event that's put on, you have expenses you have to pay for. Um, <clears throat> and then we gave them additional funds, you know, after, after those were taken care of. But they were able to remodel classrooms, added classrooms. They added an entire new pre-K class last year, or this year. So they had to build a whole new classroom. Uh, they were able to remodel uh, instead of blackboards uh, they were able to buy every uh, class classroom now has a smart board that they've got a projector that interact with a computer so the teacher can kind of manipulate it and uh, can use it to project more materials than just like a, the old overheads that yeah. they used to have but so uh, it was able to really update the technology of the school and then update the environment too yeah. So it was just pretty awesome to, to watch that. 
That, that, and that's truly amazing. Not only do you guys have, raise enough money to affect the infrastructure of the school, you know, the, the, the room itself, but it sounds like by adding a classroom, they had enough additional income from what you guys were doing, you know, plus their budget to what, hire a, a whole new teacher as well. A whole new teacher and teacher's aid yeah. for, for that class. So yeah, two additional staff members. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy how the school's growing. Yeah. So in, in any, in any scenario, right. It's almost like the way people look at tax returns. Like a lot of people look at tax returns, like, Hey man, I can't wait to get my tax return so I can do this with my life. Right. Um, now that these guys have been receiving money from you guys for a long time, do they share with you your guys' uh, their goals and their their moving forward type plans of hey guys, you know we're we're looking to do this in 2022. If if you guys can hit this number, you know this goal or this checkbox can be made possible. Yes, they do, Dan, and and that's part that's really really cool for us because. We have a just an absolute rock star team of teachers and administrators at this place. Uh, and Melissa Obert, who's the principal, she's very forward thinking. Um, and she has a whole list of brick and mortar projects because people like to know that their money's going to something solid that, that she has prepared for us. And, and kind of thinking long term for us, our objective is to take the Brown County Deer Classic uh, and that brand. And, and build that out nationally. And I think we're going to do that because as we continue to grow and as we continue to build uh, the, the numbers that we generate each year, we're going to cover the cost at St. Mary's. So our objective is going to be to reach out to other uh, schools of that nature uh, throughout the region so, so we can help them as well. Right. And we're, we're on the cusp of that right now and kind of think we're going to launch into that um, this year. But uh, what an exciting uh, position to, to be in, uh, especially coming uh, and getting that, getting there from a challenging time frame. Yeah. So, you know, in, in today's world, it's crazy. Not a lot of people have access to hunting ground. Not a lot of people have access to education about hunting in general. Because you guys put so much work into this and donate so much money to this school, have you noticed any a direct uh, correlation to uh, youth in this school wanting to become hunters because of the fundraising that you guys are doing for the school? Absolutely, Dan. It, it's, it's this past youth season, um, it was extremely special to me personally because I, I took my son out. He's uh, seven years old. Uh, Brogan is his name took him out for his very first youth season he's he's been hunting with me before uh just sitting with me and he's he's been there while i've harvested deer with my bow and with a gun um but so illinois youth season uh took him out and uh, it was a second sit uh extremely hot in the, the illinois youth season uh we were fortunate enough he well he practiced all summer with a crossbow and uh, we were fortunate enough we had a, a bachelor group of five bucks came out right before dark uh, the Saturday night of youth season, or the Sunday night of youth season. Uh, and there was four pronghorns and then the, this one nice little eight-point buck, you know, 120-inch deer. But, you know, 
way bigger than my first year I ever harvested. But he uh, he had set his sights on that and and uh, was able to execute the shot perfect. Took a forty yard quartering away shot and couldn't have hand placed the arrow any better. But I mean, just seeing the excitement uh, that he had, you know, harvesting his first deer and being there with him to go through it. Uh, and there was multiple kids like that. Uh, there's, I did a social media post uh, that had three or four of the students that were there that had successful uh, youth seasons that harvested some really nice deer. And there was, you know, a lot of other uh, kids that were there that had great youth seasons as well. Uh, like didn't get, you know, pictures sent to me and, and things like that. But yes, it's uh, the support from the families uh, and the students at St. Mary's, uh, it's unbelievable, and it does create a culture that values hunting. Yeah, uh, at Second Amendment. So yeah, it's it's a great thing to see. Do you guys see? Um, like, do you guys have any stipulations in any of this? Like, uh, and I know, I know, it's it starts to become a slippery slope if the people who are giving the money start to make demands, but. Do you guys ever say, hey, with this money, we would like to see an archery program put into place, or we would like to see a, a firearm training sa- or a firearm safety class put into place? Do you guys do you guys ever ask that of the school, or do you just turn, turn that money over to them in good faith? We haven't ever asked anything specific like that, Dan, but, but it's a great idea. Um, I, I would tell you that in the past, one of the things that we have done is we have said, hey, we want to earmark X number of dollars for marketing so that we can so that we can build out uh, something with you for attendance and clearly some of that uh, some of those earmarked dollars have worked but man that's a that is a fantastic idea you think we could get the uh, Dan Johnson brand on that <laughs> I don't know how how good my brand is but uh, I uh, I I will you guys can come on and use my uh, my platform anytime you want now that sounds like a deal. <laughs> So, so, um, that there's opportunity there. Now you mentioned expanding this, right? This is a private school and I, I'm assuming that with a private school, there's less hoops to jump through. If you start getting into the publicly funded schools, uh, and a hunting company, it's just, and I, and it sucks that my brain goes to this, but, uh, an organization, um, the Brown County deer classic raises money and the the theme of this is hunting we kill animals right moving into like a public setting do you do you feel that that would be difficult because of the uh i guess you want to call it the political environment today and how how like just how crazy this world is dan my oldest daughter is a freshman in college my youngest daughter is still at saint mary's yeah those girls say and said the Pledge of Allegiance every morning, said prayers every morning as a group. That's awesome. Yeah. And you don't get that everywhere. We are supporting and building an incredible group of young people. There's been hundreds and hundreds of them that have benefited from this difficult in the public setting yeah difficult probably impossible in a regular public setting 
but we are we're very blessed to to have what we have and that we are doing it for a, a parochial school. I, I would want to and I would want to lose the word private because it's not necessarily private. Any faith can attend. Any any parents that want to have their kids involved in a school that is faith based and again is able to say the pledge of allegiance. Wow, what a, what a great option. Um, so we're happy to support that, and it's our honor to support that. Yeah. What's some of the feedback that you get from the, the people who attend and donate money? Um, obviously, like I'll, I'll be completely honest. It takes a lot for me to give up hard-earned, like the money that I make to, to a – any type of event or any type of conservation effort. I mean, um, I have to truly believe in it. So how are you guys, what are you guys doing to not only get these uh, donors excited, but get them excited enough to donate every single year? We provide entertainment value and we always have. That's what this thing has been centered around. If we give you an entertainment value, then you're going to be involved. If we just say, eh, give us your money because we're a good cause, that's fine. And and some people will contribute to that, Dan. But if I, I need to deliver you a product that you look at and say, wow, th- these, these people are cool. I want to be involved in this. And that's what the Brown County Deer Classic delivers with Booner and Stanley with 101 guns that were given away. In fact, 30, 30 of those will be done in, in a 30-minute blast that we're going to do. Um, and and literally 5,000 inches of bone hanging on the wall behind John Boylan, the co-host, and I. Um, an, an amazing uh, bragging wall for people to see. We deliver the goods. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want you to I want you to expand on this because I I feel that that um, like I know a lot of people like me if I want entertainment I'll go to a movie or I'll go out to dinner or things like that right but there's got to be something more than just entertainment value that you're touching on your donors because um, and and I, I'm digging deep here but I, there's an uh, there's got to be some kind of underlying theme. There, the people have to see results from this. So what are the results, you know, of this entertainment value that they're seeing and going, man, this was a fun, this was a fun event. But at the same time, I know that the money that I am giving, whether that's $1 or whether that's a thousand dollars is going to something. What is that something? So with a certain level of sponsorship with us, you get, um, more exposure, we'll say. Um, so everybody gets you know mentioned in a, in a social media post or their logo is put on it. But if you reach a certain level, you get a custom commercial that's made with Booner and uh, his Woodland friends that we, uh, I mean, we make it very specific to your business. So, uh, for example, Quincy, uh, Quincy Mack and sales, sales and service uh, we made a commercial designed around, you know, the challenges of being a white-tailed deer in the woods and all of these semis that are driving around. Um, you know, we uh, we went on a, a crazy shopping spree at Farm and Home Supply with, uh, you know, the deer and the squirrel and 
and you know we we highlight uh, these businesses uh, in in a fun way. Uh, last year, Aaron said, you know, I want to make this Super Bowl style event. She's like, can you can you make these funny commercials? You know, a lot of people watch the Super Bowl because they want to see the commercials. They're funny. So Aaron said, can you do that? And can you structure it around hunting in the outdoors? Um, so that's how the, the character Booner was created. And we use that uh, to to uh, create this content and and to give exposure to these businesses uh, that, that donate to us. So these commercials are put out on YouTube. They're on our social media. Uh, they can put them on their websites. You know, and once something is out there content-wise, I mean, it's out there forever. Yeah. So they're getting all of this exposure. Like I said, we had 6,000 viewers last year all across the country. So that's, you know, 6,000 people that just saw your business right there. Yeah. Aaron, what is it about hunters that makes this so special? Um, you know, like, is it just the type of people that we are? Is it, what is it about the hunting community that, that makes this event work? This event was created for and by hunters. It highlights everything that the hunter is interested in. And Dan, let's not, let's not forget that we're in Brown County, Illinois. This is a, a hunting, uh, whitetail hunting destination and we see that as we drive up and down the streets every day this time of year with the with the amazing number of -of out-of-state plates that are here it is a tourist destination and you you stop and you talk with some of those people and i guarantee you that 50 percent of them have already have some sort of brown county deer classic experience talked with a guy Saturday in the gas station and he said, Oh yeah, I've been there. You guys do a great job. It's an awesome show. I've never seen anything like that. And our sponsors, like our Budweiser sponsor, they'll tell us the same thing. Don't know how you guys keep doing it. Other events like this are fading away, but yours continues to grow every year. And I'm telling you, my gut tells me that the reason it continues to grow every year is because hunters understand and appreciate the value of giving these young people the type of education that they're not going to get somewhere else. And that's why people are so giving to this event. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so um, you said November 13th, right, is when uh, the the actual event is, correct, this year? November Yep, November 13th, uh, the live stream broadcast starts at 6 p.m. 6, 6 so p.m. it can be viewed. Yep. Okay. It can be viewed uh, from our YouTube channel. Uh, if you just search Brown County Deer Classic, uh, or you can, we stream it from our website as well. So www.bcdeerclassic.com. Gotcha. All right. So if there is a a person who wants to find out more about it we have the date uh like what's all involved uh the bcdeerclassic.com sounds like a a good start as far as people to find out more information about this event so 
Absolutely. You can go to our Facebook page as well. Just look for uh, Brown County Deer Classic. Um, like I said, the YouTube channel already. Uh, if you go to the website, bcdeerclassic.com, uh, you can buy raffle tickets. Uh, you can buy loaded gun safe tickets. The ear, the di- the you know, $7,000 uh, diamond earrings. Uh, you can buy tickets for that. The muddy box blinds, you know, all that stuff right there on that website. So, Gotcha. And then lastly, um, either one of you or both of you could answer this uh, in however you want to. If there's somebody out there who's listening to this, right, uh, somebody from my audience and goes, hey, man, I want to tune into this or or maybe is sitting on the fence about turning tuning into it. Why should uh, someone who's never been to the Brown uh, Brown County Deer Classic, whether that's attend it in person or attend it virtually, why should they uh, make this a habit or, or make an attempt to do this? Dan, every year people gather in, in houses, garages, basements to watch the NFL Super Bowl. We are the deer hunting Super Bowl. Give it a try. Give it a try because I think you're going to find that there is an event that is centered around hunters that is done for a cause that is worthwhile that you and your friends can sink your teeth into and have a have a watch party around and incentivize your crew with games and have fun and and do it around a hunting theme and enjoy it. And I think that's why. Give it a try. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I tell you what, guys, um, make sure you tag me on some of your social uh, posts, and I'll, I'll do my best to share that as, uh, as that goes up. And uh, it's for a good event, right? It's, it's for a good cause. Uh, you know, you may be entertained, but at the end of the day, it's for a great cause and to help the kids at the uh, St. Mary's Elementary School. Um, so... Aaron, Chad, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming on and sharing information about this event with us today. Uh, I hope this upcoming uh, this upcoming classic uh, turns out better than last year for you guys. And then I also wish you guys a success in the woods this year as well. Tell you what, we really appreciate that, Dan. Thank you um, for using your influence and using your your platform to help get the word out about this. That's been something that's been extremely challenging. Um, you know, dealing with uh, a faith-based uh, event that, that gives away guns. Um, we just, <laughs> we appreciate that so much. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just, I kind of get choked up uh, talking about it. Something I'm extremely passionate about is helping these kids. Absolutely. So. And, uh, man, kids, I mean, I, I'm in the same boat as you, man. When it comes to these kids t- uh, today, there's so much crazy influence out there that is borderline like i don't i don't know how some of this stuff is deemed acceptable this day yet society says it's okay but what what you guys are doing and what these kids are doing you know what what hunting in my opinion does is it keeps kids on the right track and uh, that's very important these days is to show the right path and to guide these kids down the right path. And, um, and we need to do that by all means necessary. And this is an awesome, an awesome step in that. So uh, thank you guys for doing what you do. And uh, for those who are interested, November 13th, uh, go to uh, bcdeerclassic.com and you can find out more information. So uh, 
Aaron, Chad, thanks again. Dan, thank you, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And there you have it. Another episode in the books. Huge shout out to all of the partners of the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast. Ozonics, Lone Wolf, Exodus, Excalibur, Wasp, Vortex, and HuntStand. Please go out and support the companies that support this podcast. It it, uh, would mean a lot to me. Take advantage of those discount codes. Also, please go out and... uh, hunt your balls off right there's still plenty of time uh i i I know that you guys can get it done don't take it easy don't slack get out there hunt hard stop feeling sorry for yourself and uh it can change in an instant in an instant and this year is perfect example of that Uh, i'll talk like i said i'm going to talk more about this on wednesday good luck um man thanks for listening go you know as far as this podcast is concerned uh, I know right now is not the best possible time, not the best time of year uh, to go out and start thinking about conservation or what we can give back as hunters, but it's something to think about while you're in the tree stand, right? While you're just sitting there waiting for deer to come by, think about how we can all give back in some way, shape or form. Uh, so take a, you know, do that. And then good luck, subscribe, follow on uh, social media, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Thank <music> you.